Husker Athletic Director Trev Albert said every problem currently going on at Nebraska can be solved by winning. So, beat Indiana. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, I'm Derek Pearson and welcome to Locked on Huskers, your daily podcast on the Huskers and part of the Locked on Sports Network. I am with 93.7 The Ticket in Lincoln, Nebraska, where we cover the Huskers 17 hours a day better than anybody else. Thank you for making Locked on Huskers your first listen and watch each day. Um, brought to you by the folks about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines uh, than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Trevor Albert set the tone, uh, appearance locally. He made the statement, winning solves every problem that currently exists at Nebraska. So that task is handed over directly to interim head coach Mickey Joseph. And the task is simple. He has the interim tag that can be removed based on his own work. Best way to do that, get it started, beat Indiana. And by the time you're seeing this, we're locked and loaded. It's beat Indiana week here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, these two teams will meet. There's tons of things to, to go through. Uh, Trev Howard said there was no predetermined coach in mind uh, when, when Scott Frost was fired. So here's the thing that happens. Mickey Joseph and this staff, Bill Bush now is the defensive coordinator. They have the opportunity to right the ship, and it only takes one thing. Everything that is wrong can be fixed by winning and it's it's there trev albert set the tone and we will follow it said some coach will find uh, this program and decided it is a diamond and a rough worth investing in and involving in and it's a rebuild he understands that coach needs to understand that but mickey joseph is in place and it's his opportunity to lead this program um this is a good one it's homecoming memorial stadium the building will be full it's another sellout the streak continues. The fan base is connected. They're re-energized. They're rejuiced. But they're curious what's next. And what's next is Indiana. And this is a three, this is a three and one team. They're one and oh in the Big Ten. Um, the Huskers come in at one and three, zero and one, of course, in the Big Ten with a bye week to recover from the debacle that was Oklahoma. The Hoosiers will visit Lincoln with a record of three and one. And they're rebounding as well after a 45-24 loss to Cincinnati. So they've got their ducks in a row. They've got their arms up. The Dukes are up. They're ready to fight. And it'll be interesting to see how the Huskers respond with a bye week, 10 days of prep in between to prepare for the Hoosiers. Now, as we talk about the matchup, let's think of this. The last time these two teams face – Indiana got a 38-31 win back in 2019. For the Huskers, this is an opportunity for everybody, from the top of the pyramid to the bottom. Interim head coach Mickey Joseph, Bill Bush as a defensive coordinator, Mark Whipple with a chance to put his stamp on this legendary program. And in particular, and specifically, this year's team. He's got Casey Thompson, who was playing at a, at, a, at a pretty good level until Oklahoma. You had Anthony Grant, who is putting up over 100 yards a game in his premier season with the Huskers. 
the loss of A.J. Allen will have impact, but Nebraska offensively has the, the, the blessing of having a guy who was the starter a year ago, Gabe Irvin, who was healthy, uh, got some good looks against, uh, against Oklahoma. It's an opportunity for him uh, to regain his footing and his place in this in, in this offense and in this program. Don't forget Ramir Johnson, who started several games. Don't forget that young man. Don't forget Jacquez Yant. Opportunities will happen, and a lot of the focus offensively uh, for the Huskers this week at practice was competing against yourself, against themselves. It was Nebraska versus Nebraska uh, for the duration of this practice. Look, through all of what we've talked about uh, online and otherwise, the Huskers have the talent. Now, the question is, can you – can it manifest on the biggest day, homecoming, night day, 6.30 kickoff here locally? The sea of red will be will, will be on fire. And they have the opportunity to change the location, the direction of this program. You've got receivers. Uh, you're, you're six deep now. The Huskers have every ability now to find guys. Trey Palmer has emerged as the leader of that receiver room. But we were told that there will be new talent on display, new opportunity for the depth chart. There's an opportunity that you're going to see. Maybe you'll see more of Brody Bell. Maybe you'll see more of Omar Manning. But this can be a, a, a big score Saturday if the Huskers offensively handle it right. This is an Indiana defense that gives up 400 yards a game. So when we talk matchups, of course, we start up front and determining whether this new Husker offensive line can hold fort. Can they hold the water? Can they stop the leaks? Because this, this Hoosier defense is a high-risk, high-reward defense. They will send blitz. They'll run blitz. They will bring guys off the edge. They will bring secondary uh, into the pressure. But here's the thing. With that risk is the reward if Casey Thompson, Mark Whipple, and this receiver group can find a matchup that works for them. And let me tell you, this, this Hoosier defense, from a passing perspective, gives up a ton of yardage. 250 yards plus, they're at the bottom third of the, of, of, of the FCS. And look, the matchups are there. But then it becomes a matter of pressure versus execution. And can this Nebraska offense and these receivers get downfield? Big plays will be a big part of this thing. A lot of what was talked about this week was tempo. Why tempo? Because this offense feels the responsibility of holding fort and keeping this Nebraska defense off the field. But in the end, this offense is scoring 30-plus points a game. The Hoosier defense is giving up 28-plus. So it appears to me like it's an opportunity for Nebraska to put up some points. Now, do you sacrifice putting your defense back on the field and arrested? And we'll talk about the Indiana offense in a bit. But the opportunity here is for Nebraska to put up points. Please do not get behind in this game so that it changes how you approach. Nebraska will be able to run the ball against this Indiana defense. And if they, if they do, they get to the second level. And that's where Nebraska has an, a real big advantage. 
Second level, the Hoosiers aren't good. Look, they took a beating against Western Kentucky down the middle deep. Middle deep was open. Why? Because there was, you know, when you feel pressure, you throw to pressure. Well, they were a man short back there, and Western Kentucky made them pay. Cincinnati did the very same thing. They made them pay. And Husker fans are familiar. Bad tackling shows up, and Indiana defensively has a problem putting guys on the turf. So Nebraska will have every opportunity uh, to get things done, uh, get some points on the board, get up early, and then establish the run. And this offensive line, Ethan Piper joins the starting lineup. Of course, now you know across the edge, that, that's been a concern. The five across, we, we, we're we interested. We're curious. Is this a week that, that Coach Raiola gets this group together? Can they be productive? Uh, can they help Casey Thompson? Can they help the skill position guys do what they need to do? Um, look, Coach Tom Allen has uh, has a loaded group. They're three and one for a reason. They've got talent, but they take risks, and it'll be Nebraska's offensive responsibility to make them pay with big plays, the run game and the passing game, to be successful. Um, we'll take a break here real quick, and we want to remind you that, you know, Bet Online gives you every opportunity to, to participate in your game watch. They offer the best odds. They offer uh, the most different skills that you can go through. So listen, bet online. They currently have, get this, they currently have the Huskers as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 61-and-a-half. Do what you will with that. <laughs> Not real sure uh, what to tell you with that. I On the other side of the ball, uh, for, the, for the Huskers defensively, a new leader is in place. Bill Bush, veteran coach. This is not new to him. It's just new here. And he'll move in and uh, have the opportunity to change. And the, the word coming from the program is that Bill Bush expects new personnel, some new players in the spotlight, some different folks in from the depth chart being able to be seen with an opportunity to do well in this space. Look, there's been not enough pressure up front, but the Huskers will have an opportunity. Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, uh, Caleb Tanner. They look; those those are the the marquee names, and we understand what's required from them. But we're talking about a quarterback in in Connor Baszler, who was the SEC Freshman of the Year. No moments are too big for him. He came into his collegiate career and got productive and effective right away. And what he offers uh, for this Indiana offense is that they've thrown 200 times in four games, 200 passing attempts in the first four games. That's a lot of slinging it around. They've got a runner. They've got a runner uh, transfer from Auburn who will handle it, but he's not asked to carry this offense. Baszler, carries this offense, and he puts it in play. He's got receivers, uh, Cam Camper, who's got 33 catches coming into this game, um, and at eight a game uh, with, with 11, 12 targets. Nebraska's secondary has its hands full. The best part of this matchup is that for both teams, both Nebraska and Indiana offensively, this is a second and third receiver party. 
because those second and third receivers have a chance to match up against second and third secondary members, and that's where the advantage is. Indiana's patient offensively. Look, they throw it 50 times a game, but they're very patient. They're very ball secure. Uh, they make easy, easy throws. They take the layups. But they can run the ball. D.J. Matthews is receiver two for Indiana. He's a good one. He had two touchdowns against Cincinnati. Look, they put points on the board, but they like to control the ball. Look, this offense runs more snaps uh, than anybody outside of uh, below uh, below the top four. 100-plus snaps per game. That's crazy tempo. That's crazy snap count. Now, Nebraska said, offensively, we will help our defense as much as we can with our play calls. We will be patient. We will we will try to, to ease the tempo and keep it in a space where we're being productive and they're standing on the sideline. But when they're on the field, this Indiana offense will run a ton of plays. They'll put it in the air. They don't put a lot of risk in. It's not a, it's not a high-risk offense. It's a high-risk defense, but it is not a high-risk offense. Now, the thing that's going to happen for Nebraska, and defensively it's been an issue, it will be an issue, but tackling will be put on full display Saturday night at Memorial State. How do we know that? Well, guess what? They make the short throw, they, they'll, 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 they'll chop uh, secondary defenders, and then hope to break a tackle and put things in space. This offense can score. And it's got talent up and down the roster. But the matchups will be, can the Nebraska linebackers, and again, we're not even sure what group of linebackers will play and at what rotation. This is going to be pretty crazy. They are going to put Nebraska under duress and play with friction Saturday night. Lots of opportunities, right? We've seen, we talked about uh, some players who were going to get uh, some opportunities. Uh, Brandon Moore is a name that was passed along that may get some additional looks. Omar Brown, uh, we were told from the program, is another player that may get additional opportunities. Um, there was some secrecy in who was going to, 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 to get the bulk of the work, but Nebraska fans are staring directly at Tommy Hill to see what his production is and how he moves in this space. We are not sure what the rotation is going to be, but those are names that were passed around, and those matchups are important. Again, Cam, Connor Bazelik, four games, 200-plus passing attempts, 1,174 yards, seven TDs in four games. He's going to sling it. But that pass per attempt, that yard per attempt, that's a number to circle because they're letting you know Four to five, six yards in the space, and then let those let those athletes, let Cam Camper and DJ Matthews get upfield and try to make something happen. That's how they approach it. And Dr. Tom Allen, listen, at uh, coming into the game at 29 and 33, um, there are eyes on him in Bloomington. It's an opportunity, but the matchup is simple. Who's going to do all of the things that are required? for them to walk out of this thing. And again, with Nebraska walking into it with a four and a half point uh, as a four and a half point favorite, uh, even folks in Lincoln are scratching their head a little bit, but the 61 and a half points that screams shootout, that screams final possession. It screams uh, special teams. 
Can the kickers make plays? Can the punters flip the field? Can Nebraska figure out a way to get some positive yards on punt returns? It's been nil. It's been next to nothing, and that's just not going to help you when you get into Big Ten play. More is required of you there. Also, go back to the folks at Bet Online with the most props, odds, and uh, lines. Um, again, Nebraska at a four at a four and a half point favorite. The over under is sixty one and a half. You can find all of that at BetOnline.ag. We appreciate them and what they do. Um, some keys to the game, and let's go up and down the list through what we do. Uh, first off, line play on both sides. Look, this has been an issue for Nebraska. It's been an issue for Indiana. Indiana makes up for it by getting the ball out of Baszler's hands. He's not going to hold it. He's not going to be back there uh, as a statue. That's not what he does. His job is to get the ball to the athletes in space, make the safe throw, take the plus yardage in the run game. He's, I mean, the running backs are, 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 are productive enough. But uh, I, I think it's an opportunity for Nebraska uh, to get some footing on both the offensive and defensive lines. That's what we're asking for. That's what we're looking for. I would hope that as they look through this new lineup of, of Corcoran and Piper and Bando and Hickson and Benhart, that they have the best Saturday that they've had so far. That can be done by play call. That can be done by scheme. That could be done by help. But one of the big keys to the game, along with how the offensive line plays in the run game and pass pro, is the help that they get from Travis Vokalek. Vokalek is a key. He is a huge, big deal in this offense for the Huskers. His ability to fold into space behind the pressure. And again, as linebackers, the Indiana will send their linebackers. And what Nebraska can do is send Vokalek just to the space and location right in front in an open window in front of Casey Thompson. It's simple enough to do, and if they use this, the same with, with, with the other tight ends that they have, but they're, they're going to go four or five deep at the tight end position. That's how you help Nebraska offensively, is to give Casey Thompson easy targets in clean windows right in front of his face. And in that space, Nebraska has an opportunity to do well offensively, tackling on both sides of the ball. Listen, both defensives had issue putting – players on, on, on the turf, well, guess what? We will see in full whether the tackling work that has been issue one here on campus, uh, is Nebraska going to tackle better than they have? They haven't been good enough over the course of the previous games. Uh, it's a chance to get right and turn it around. Tempo, game tempo. Can Nebraska help their defense by controlling the ball offensively. Time of possession will be a number that we can circle and we can we can put it in bold print. You do so, yeah, points is the end game. But in doing so, can you give your defense a chance to relax, reboot, redirect, and recharge? They need to be able to sit on the sideline, take a deep breath, make in-game adjustments. Because if you're on the field for, 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 for 30 plus minutes in a game, you don't have time to adjust. There's just not enough time if the offense is doing three and out. It's going to be important. We will look at the coaches. We'll look at Dr. Tom Allen and how he how he adjusts within the game. But also, we will look at interim head coach Mickey Joseph. We will look at Mark Whipple. We will look at Bill Bush. Do they have this team prepared? We want them better, 
we know that it's been a difficult stretch. It's an odd time to walk in where game one is five days in Oklahoma and then you get a bye week uh, and then you get Indiana and homecoming. But if Mickey Joseph wants this to be his program, he has every opportunity to do so Saturday night at Memorial Stadium. In-game adjustments, time of possession control, giving the crowd a reason and a way to be involved in the game early and often. Look, that crowd, that sea of red is worth points if they are allowed to be a part of the game. It's necessary for what they do. But we'll find out Saturday at Memorial Stadium. We'll know more. Again, as Trev Albert said, every problem currently gone on is solved by a winning. Well, the Huskers will have the opportunity to fix that and make that statement true by beating Indiana on Saturday. I'm Derek Pearson. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us at Husker Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast for the Huskers and part of the Locked On Sports Network.